Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> What up, everybody? Welcome to episode 67 of the Go Shrimp and Friends podcast. It's been a pretty interesting week. I know we had a very emotional episode last week. I got a lot of homies reaching out. Um, you know, some people, you know, also having a little bit of a tough week. So I'm glad that resonated with people. I appreciate everybody sending their love, you know, um, that's what we need in those tough times to talk about it and share it and get it off our chest, get it off them titties, get them out there into that world and open up the possibilities of connecting with the people around us. That's what it's all about in this life, you know, this creative community of creative animals in this infinite motherfucking universe. And uh, I did have a bit of a rough beginning to the week, but uh, I went out on a little solo psychedelic mission midweek, and it was really soothing to my soul. Went out in the woods and just kind of immersed myself in nature, did a little deep meditation out there, you know, and got my got my mind right, got my soul right, got my heart right, and uh, got back on track. And uh, then, of course, my man Mike Vance, a.k.a. Dick Whiskey, rolled through this weekend. And we had so much fun, which we talk about on this episode. He is our very special guest. So, uh, you know, as always, we do what we need to do to keep on getting on, keep on going through, you know. Not going away from the hard things, but just going right on into it and right on through. As they say in the psychedelic realm, the only way out is through because life is truly a psychedelic experience. You know, mainstream reality wants to make it very normal and very unmagical, but everything is magical. Everything is mythical. And that's the great thing about about imagination and creativity and psychedelics is that that all brings you back to that point where everything is alive, everything is magical, and everything is meaningful, you know? So I'm feeling really good today. I'm um, getting this podcast out uh, a couple days later than usual. Didn't Wasn't able to get it up on Saturday. We recorded this yesterday on Sunday up in the cabin having a good old time. We had a very strong weekend, uh, a lot of bonding. Me and Mike allegedly jumped into another psychedelic experience, which we talk a little bit about. So uh, I had a little double dip this week. You know, sometimes you need that little double dip to get your head right. Of course, you know, I got my trusty sidekick on this podcast, a juicy old cup of water. Mm, mm, mm. You ain't living unless you drink a water, boy. I tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, this is the podcast that is designed to keep it real, to keep it raw, 
Um, and you know, to keep those pencils moving, uh, get out those pencils, use this time to get creative, um, while you're listening to this podcast, let it fuel you. This was a really fun one. This is much more upbeat than last week. Um, there's definitely, uh, you know, some discrepancy on some dates. I think lots of questionable, um, dates, me and Mike are going over a lot of Ghost Scout history in this, and I think both of us are kind of like losing track of when certain things happened and kind of combining and blurring uh, events and years. So, um, you know, the average listener won't pick up on that, but there'll probably be a couple Ghost Scouts out there shouting at the uh, podcast saying, that wasn't that year, that was this other year. So, you know, bear with us. Uh, that's what happens, especially when you're sitting around in the cabin drinking some old whiskey. You know, we had a little sip last night to lubricate our tongues for the evening. Um, but we had a good old time. Uh, Mike headed back to Maine today. But it sounds like he will be back a few more times before the winter. And then uh, we will see if it comes to fruition his plans to do the winter residency, the very first winter residency, which would be very, very exciting. So, uh, yeah, I'll have a couple notes uh, of clarification after the pod uh, to try to clear up a couple of the obvious things that we get wrong. But, uh, you know, it's all good. Um, All the events, uh, allegedly and not allegedly, you know, are, are represented uh, you know, to the best of our knowledge, <laughs> let's just say that. So, uh, without further ado, let's kick it over to my man, AWOL1, and jump into this juicy old episode. All right, here we are in once again in the cabin up in the forest here in the Goshrim National Forest and the Ghost Scout Natural Forest. With none other than Ghost Scout Dick Whiskey, aka Mike Vance, What's back up? on the pod. Welcome back, my friend. Howdy, howdy. Good to be here. So you haven't been here in the forest in a few years. Uh, it's been a minute. I was here for the small summit. I don't remember what year that was. I missed the big summit, but three uh, years back, I think. Yep. So, twenty fourteen cadet. I came back as a counselor the next year. Yep. So year four cadet. Or year three cadet. Um, year three cadet. Year three cadet, year four counselor. Yes, sir. Very tight. Um, and what are you doing here this weekend? <laughs> uh, right now I'm chopping up a bunch of wood, getting ready to do the winter residency this January or February. <clears throat> um, so I've spent all day uh, wielding chainsaws and axes and splitters. And uh, ripping apart the forest so that I can burn it for my own pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Very destructive. Very destructive. (laughs) Yeah, we cut down a couple of the dead standing maples behind the cabin that 
were in the shooting range. These we we actually murdered these trees <laughs> with did. bullets first <laughs> to make to make matters worse. Yeah. We murdered these trees, <laughs> and uh, now we cut them down, and they're gonna right. they're gonna be burned. Um, yeah, to heat this cabin, and yeah, so this will be, and we mentioned this on I think, uh, Lerm's pod. We mentioned that you were thinking about coming up here and being the first winter scout, which would be a record that's, you know, I mean, there's only one first winter scout. So that would be, you right. know, that's like the original Camp Champ Squatch Matrix. That'd, be, right. a, that'd be a standing <laughs> uh, record right there, man. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a bold one, you know, coming up in January or February up here, it's going to be cold. There's going to be, you know, three-ish feet of snow. Uh-huh. And, uh, the Yetis come out around that time. Oh, the Yetis come out. Mm-hmm. You get to see the tracks of everything around here. <laughs> it would be a magical, oh, yeah. beautiful, spooky old time. I will be envious of you. I, I would love to come up here and well, spend a winter in the cabin. Push the cots together, buddy. <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll have some sleepovers. We'll have some uh, ginger sausage sleepovers up here. <laughs> ginger, ginger beard sleepovers. Um... So yeah, we've been having fun for the last couple of days together. We haven't seen each other in a while since it's the, been a minute. Yeah, since yeah. since that since that uh, I think that was the first Vermont summit. I think that was the first summit that we ever had on mm-hmm. this property. Yeah, I think so. Because Ghost Scouts before there was training camp, before there was the property in Vermont, when I was living on Mystery Mountain in my first cabin. Um, and the Ghost Scouts started out as, you know, kind of a inside joke between me and my close friends. Um, Ghost Scouts really started out by having summits up there. They would come camp out and we'd work on my cabin or make some gardens or just have fun up there. And so, uh, so yeah, you came to the first one here. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of firsts. Yeah. Really, for, for a year three guy, that's... Hopefully going to be two firsts. Yeah. If this winter isn't a catastrophe. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an experiment like everything mm-hmm. we do here, but this will be some new territory, which is always exciting. I love the crazy ideas. I love the new territory. Blazing trails. I loved that. Because I think last year you were like, I want to do some winter stuff. We were talking about it and it didn't come together on this end or your end, right. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. And then we kept talking about it, and then this year, it, it really seems like it's coming together, which is exciting. I'm here, man. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about the wood we're going to burn already. So That's right. We've already happening. made a commitment. <laughs> so you're planning on coming up a couple more weekends, hopefully. Mm-hmm, yeah. Square the ship away. Yep. Tightening up the cabin, um, putting a pipe on the wood stove yep. up in here, um, <laughs> some other little things, and, and stacking some wood up and, you know... Gathering some nuts, squirreling away some nuts for the winter. Just filling my cheeks full of nut. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, how is it to be back? Oh, it's good. It's it's always really surreal and dreamy every time I come back because there's always huge gaps in between. And I live in Maine, so it's so close to my own home, and it's kind of similar but different. So, like, walking around in the ferns and the woods... It's like being in the Uncanny Valley or, or like that Russian movie, The Zone, which mm. is a lot like Annihilation, that mm. movie. Yeah, we've been talking about Trippy Woods movies this yep. weekend. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, I'm just pumped. I'm excited to be here. 
got a positive mental attitude. Yeah. We're just going to rip through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight. And we had, we had a little psychedelic foray when you got here. Absolutely. It was like straight out of the car. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, (laughs) Hey, you just got here. And we walked around. We like gave you the, you know, kind of updating you on everything that's been going on. You got to see the sites and, and see the improvements in the that that's happened over the last few years and yeah. especially uh all the all the nice things that have happened this past year who thought it was possible yep and then uh yeah and then we we're like hey you want to fucking you want uh, some candy yeah take some boy? mushrooms and walk around right. in the woods i will never say no <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty amazing <laughs> that was a, a really good we one, had a man. fun time absolutely that was so much fun it yeah. was just wet and barky and mossy and kept thinking I was like a little salamander in my raincoat squirming around in the leaves and everything yeah so that is always a fun time highly recommend yeah if you're thinking about trying it be safe be responsible but uh the door is open that's right to that universe that's right that's right yeah it's really fun that we have this little forest playground and now we're getting into some psychedelic adventures Mm -hmm. here you know that's been one of the themes of this year here absolutely it's always been controlled chaos you know with sort of a slant towards chaos but you're always sort of tethered to the program and the land and things never really totally fly off the handle right i mean not my years except for cole's birthday party cole's (laughs) birthday one of the wildest nights have you talked about that on the pod yet uh, I don't. I I feel like we've referenced it. I don't know if we've like gone into in. De- I think it's definitely been talked about. That I don't know. That was if it's... like the highest spike in the deepest trench, back to back. Right, right. Yeah, fun with guns. Yeah, yeah. Do you, what are your memories of that night? What are the images in your mind of that night? <laughs> the screams. It was Cole's. It was Cole's birthday. I forget how old he was turning. He was but, turning twenty one. Was it? Is, yeah. I was gonna say, was it twenty one? <laughs> yeah. That seems so it was, young. But it was like, Cole's twenty first birthday. Yeah. And, uh, and he was in the residency. Him and Chang. That's right. Did we know it was his birthday? Like, coming up. Uh, I I think so. Okay. I think we knew it. Were there fireworks? See, now I'm confused because I remember like shooting the shotgun and thinking, ooh, fireworks. I think there was gun fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, half the crew was into it, like, deep into it, just, like, cackling and laughing, and uh, never a thought was given to how other people might uh, handle being in, like, a firearm situation. I right. mean, And they didn't know that we were, like, everyone out there has, you know, weapon experience and everything, and, and we were being safe. Alcohol notwithstanding, but uh, they didn't know that everyone was asleep. Right. Because this was yeah, like... we had been out at Positive Pie, the one at like this pizza parlor in town with a bar, and we were like, I think the the cadets were all here and like in camp and like just doing their regular night, right. and the scouts and the residents, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, the 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 residents and the counselors, we all went out for Cole's birthday, mm-hmm. and then we came back like like probably you know towards the end of the evening Mm -hmm. and we came in very hot (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no landing gear dude yeah it was uh we came in literally guns blazing (laughs) yeah exactly and then uh and then the firing stopped long enough where we could hear everyone in their tents yelling having no idea what's going on we have people from all over the world 
in the middle of the Vermont woods, mm-hmm. and there's hillbillies shooting guns mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, and they just did not know what to think of it. And I think um, Mystery Sack was there, and he was displeased. Oh, that's right. Jared, who was a visiting scout, yes. shout out Mystery Sack, was, yeah, was very he was upset. a very grumpy cat about the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was definitely uh, ducking for cover. Well, his he, tent was, like, closest to the firing range. His too. tent was closest to the cabins. Mm-hmm. It was all centering around the cabins, because that's where the residency takes place. Right. The residents are in the cabins. And yeah, we came in shooting and then, and then we didn't, I feel like we didn't know that everybody was that riled up. And then like, we were getting into like wild freestyling. There was a lot oh of insane freestyling. Hours of freestyling. <laughs> yeah, like... So like, foam breeze, Andrew Greenstone, his lips were chapped the next day from beatboxing because like... Dan, you were just on a roll oh and like we came unstuck in time and we was just like listening to Dan spit all of this wacky shit. Yeah. And Greenstone was there the whole time, just backing you up. And yeah. he just like did not put down the beatboxing. It was wild. That's yeah. the night Squatch got pneumonia. That was a big night for camp. Really? That was the night we were doing the log squats and he fucked himself up? Oh no, it wasn't. Okay. But that was the same year. Okay. Okay. We had to right. ship Squatch out. That's when, yeah, when Squatch, when, when Squatch Matrix had to leave camp because he was like, he became crippled and pneumonia with Nomadic. pneumonia. Nomadic? And, and like his back was seized up or something. Yeah, I mean, was, like everything. His body just tried. like, it was so intense, his body just shut down. It's like, yeah, his body quit. <laughs> yeah. He was he was doing log squats while we were watching a movie, and I think we did like a hike that day, and everyone was like kind of tired and just zoned into the movie. Yeah. And Squatch is like bringing the intensity up, and he's doing log squats, maybe out of his depth, because like his form by the end of it was just bent back, bending at the waist, and just like squealing like ninety nine. A hundred! <laughs> oh my god. Oh my and then, god. like, the next day he couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, yeah, he totally blew out his back and somehow also got pneumonia. Yeah, because he was ripping pipes in his underwear in the rain. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my that? god. That, that whole year, I was like, Squatch, I want to give you a hug, man, but what are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was peak Squatch. That was peak Squatch. I feel like that was the peak of Squatch Matrix. I it feel like been. he's never been he's never been in that form again. <laughs> he had a like, real Icarus moment, dude. Yeah, he like year two year two, he came and invented Camp Champ yep. and, and is the original Camp Champ. And then year three came back and yeah, just blew everything Absolutely, out. Absolutely, but he's a pillar of the scout community for Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. For sure. I got a lot of real nice pep talks from Squatch um, yeah. when I was a cadet. Yes. One of the most, uh, one of the most faithful scouts. Mm-hmm. He's full of faith. Absolutely. Shout out Squatch Matrix. Shout out Squatch Matrix. The the newly married. The newly married. married. Congratulations. Congratulations, Squatch. We love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an amazing night, and then there was extreme fallout and i had that really awkward interaction <laughs> yeah. with gummy brady <laughs> was that post beatbox that was like i don't know what point that was but i remember you trying to like calm me down because <laughs> like because like like i had it in my head that we were like we were like it was like we it were was such... soaring dude it was the best day ever for half it was, of we us. were so ripped we were smoking blunts and so rocked oh, yeah. on whiskey and like it was like one in the morning 
And he was like the only cadet that like had kind of stuck around. Like totally. a couple of them kind of hung around, mm-hmm. and then everybody else kind of went to bed because I think they didn't really know if they were like invited or not. Right. And then we were like, we were like just loving it. I was like, I remember being like, this dude came from fucking South Africa. <laughs> yeah. We were, we're like so... kissing him on his face. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like kissing him. And then we were like, dude, how do you fucking like this shit? And then he started saying something and I had it in my mind that he was like, I don't know where I got this and I don't know why it happened, but like, I had it in my mind that he was like dissing you guys for some reason. Like, I think he said like, you got to push us or something. He was like saying it something. Was... I think he meant it in a positive oh, way. Yeah, do you remember this? I do. Cause I was still like kind of there and I, you know, I took what he what he said, and I'm like, this is constructive criticism. You know, he's not. Mm-hmm. I forget what he he said. I think he like he wanted more like one on one time with you and like critiquing artwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was all it was all constructive. But it, the wires got crossed somewhere in translation. It was a weird. It was like a bipolar flip on my part. <laughs> yeah, one minute too. I was, and this was the actually the greatest lapse in leadership that I've had. In Ghost Scout training camp, this is the worst mistake as a leader I'm that I've made. I'm glad to hear that. If this yeah. is the worst, you're fine. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, you live and you learn for sure. <laughs> yeah, you live yeah, and you yeah, learn yeah. for sure. And there's been some bungles, you know, but but yeah, this one because it was just a morale killer, I think, for yeah. him, you know, and 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 I think he was kind of confused by it, and I think because it happened in an intoxicated state, mm-hmm. like nobody quite knew exactly what had happened, right. and then it was someone like, we were trying to sort it out. Yeah, it was like. He thought you were asking for, like, actual input, um, which I guess, you know, in a way you were. But he, like, he was very blunt and literal. and, and I just, think that's what it was. Yeah. I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was very blunt and literal. And we were on, like, the love fest. Like, totally. we were, like, look, like I literally we were, just like, been kissing on him rainbows. on the face. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just remember that. It's... And then I remember him, like, and I was like, what? He's, like, dissing these guys? And I was like, and, and then this is the thing I did. I said... I said, dude, you don't need to be here if you don't want to be here. And that's, like, the worst thing that, like, right. a leader can say. And not like I'm like, I'm the leader, but, like, you know, as the person, like, oh, hosting yeah. this thing. Yeah, and yeah, like, you're the magnet You know, all, all this. this. And, yeah, sure. just to, you know, if I'm in his shoes and, and I'm hearing that from the person that I'm coming here to kind of chill with and, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's guiding this, this <laughs> wild experience along, it's a very weird thing to hear. And, yeah, I think it kind of scrambled his eggs and then he didn't know... Right. Kind of had to take it after that, right. you know. And I remember you were like, and I remember we were, I was talking to him afterwards and trying to get like really in depth about it. It's just like it's time for bed. I remember Everybody I was crying. I think I started crying you had, afterwards. You had I tears think tears rolling down because I was sweet like, dude, cheeks. I was like, there's like, there's some people that come here and they just don't get it. And yeah. like, because I think it had like, I think it had connected with some other things in my mind. And like year two, there had been a little bit of like insubordination from some of the totally. older scouts, yeah, you yeah. know. And it was kind of like connecting. It was still very fresh. And this was still, this was, I'll tell you, a big connection there was that this was the first failed residency. Like, not the failed residency, but we we had tried the first residency and the chemistry of the residency didn't work and it had fallen apart. And and the guys that were up here had been fighting all the time and we actually had to kick them out before camp started. So, like... I was actually, like, at that, before camp even started, I was, like, so burnt out. I was, like, right. fuck this, dude. What is going is on? So like miss Chainsaw Beef? It, yeah, there's, like, a, there's so many layers yeah, to yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we had kicked our first scout out, like, you yeah. know, of, of Ghost Scouts uh, but prior to this. And, like, there had been, it had been, 
the first thing that we tried that really failed here. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, I think his... So I was kind of, like, raw about that, and yeah. it was still fresh in my mind. I think what he was saying, even though he wasn't coming from that place, I think no, it was No, he all, was totally like, how can I... Exactly. I someone just asked me to... <laughs> make camp better here's exactly. what i have to say exactly. like, he totally exactly. did the right thing exactly sure. and in another setting and he's such a sweet fucking dude yeah and i, I love gummy brady gummy. shout out gummy brady shout like, out I, gummy. Can't, I miss you so much i can't man. wait till the day he comes back and we can like fully kind of like bring it home and like Big reconcile and like yeah his, totally his art is awesome oh my god his art is so good what's and his ig handle oh what is his ig handle that's a good question oh, damn I can't remember. Sorry, Gummy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it out. We'll get it out. But you can, but just go to the go to the roster and go, click yeah, on yeah, Gummy yeah. Brady, and you will find his shit. That's why we have the roster. There you go. Um, but yeah, but that that was like that was like yeah one of my biggest lapses in leadership, and I learned a lot from that. And and that was at that point we kind of had a rule because marijuana was still legal and stuff that right. we like we if 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 there was weed being smoked the like the scouts and and me and the counselors and stuff we would do it on our own mm-hmm. and if the cadets were going to do it they would do it on their own and we would keep it separate yeah. right and yeah that was one of the first like crossover things yeah. where like we were like partying <laughs> we're like we're like some cadets were coming into like a super hard scout party yeah and yeah there was a lot it was kind of like the perfect storm it was for like a, lot, a misunderstood yeah. I remember event. I remember like watching you like come apart and just looking at Greenstone, and Greenstone's eyes are just bugging. And, and mm-hmm. like he's looking at me, like, "What? What are we doing? This is so strange." Yeah, like, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, because I was being. Then I got. I was being really sincere with him, and I was trying to explain to him. There's some people that come here, and they don't understand why we do the woods work. Mm-hmm. And because I think before that, yeah, he had was... sort of been like, "Are we going to do this woods work every day?" Because some people kind of do like, "What? What are we doing this for?" Yeah. And and then I think once people go through the experience, and I think now that it's such an established thing. There's not as much of that. That was kind of a soggy year for work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a the, wet year? Well, it was a wet year, but also sort of like morale wise. I think we had like a number of kids who just didn't, like, it didn't quite click that we work hard in the morning to gain momentum yeah. and like grasp a work ethic. And then we just slide that over to the desk and we keep that heat going. Right. And that's like, because every time I come here, <clears throat> it's such a good system. Uh, we work out in the morning. We bust our ass moving logs. Yep. Um, we take a lunch. We take a nap. And then we come out fresh. And every time, I like my, my work levels up yeah. because of this setup. Yeah. And I think... Well, it's because that idea, like, if you can get up and do the things that you have to do... Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, oh, shit, we're going to fucking carry some logs in the rain and shit. And it's like, and then it's like you're doing a bunch of badass work, right? And totally. then you're like, holy shit, if I can do that. I did, first of all, I didn't even know I could do this. Well, it's a confidence doing booster. it, yeah. right? And then you're like, wow, sitting down to draw is like, this is nothing. This is so you know what I'm saying? And for a lot yeah, of people, man. they're like, oh, God. like for you real. know So... So it makes it, yeah, it, that's one of the things we like about it. I mean, for so many reasons, but, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, <laughs> so, you know, so, so that happened. <laughs> and then, and then like, we kind of moved past that. I don't really remember how that all resolved, but like, I was kind of trying to like, I was like tearfully kind of telling him like, you know, kind of like trying to kind of explain to him where I was coming from on yeah. it. 
And it was it was actually a really heartfelt moment. And it then, was, yeah. And then you were like, dude, chill, like it's cool. <laughs> and then I think we just kind of continued to party after I think that. We, do we keep shooting guns? <laughs> we're like more guns, <laughs> more, more guns. guns. <laughs> Enough of that, more yeah. guns. Um, but but and then uh, but yeah, so we raged into the night, and then again another anomaly. The first time I ever slept through my alarm at camp. Yeah. And I I wake up super hungover. It's like six. And you don't get hangovers, 30 right? Or so something. we were blasted that night. Right. We like, were no. I mean, I get hangovers, but we were like, it, we partied really hard. Yeah. But, but I went through, and I I'm so hungover. It's like six thirty. I'm like, fuck. I I can never forget this. I run up the hill. Everybody's out here <laughs> doing the morning workout, <laughs> and they're just looking at me. And everybody's. I don't even know if people were working out, but they were. I think you were all talking. Yeah. And like, I ran up, because, and everybody was super pissed because yeah. all the cadets were like. You guys kept us up because we had kind of said a thing like like we're here for like serious work and like all this stuff and that was like the first real break in that like this yeah. was the first mega party and they weren't really like included in it mm-hmm. I think this is what I gather from like what I've heard from like Stephanie and like yeah. some other people and also just kind of the uncertainty unsafe aspect of of guns which a right. lot of people you know Jared I think led the charge on that he did <laughs> man he really did the, yeah. the cadets rallied around him because yeah. I woke up in the morning and I'm like funny Dan's not up. And uh, all all the cadets are at their table, and I, you know, I hadn't yet figured out that there had been, uh, you know, fallout from this. I woke up, yeah. I'm like, how's everybody doing? Yeah, yeah. we and, were like on the verge of a mutiny. Yeah, that's what it felt like, <laughs> yeah. man. I thought yeah. people were gonna walk. Thought camp was canceled. Yeah. Dude, that was the joke. Camp's yeah. canceled. Camp's man. canceled. Go I think home. that's maybe when that joke started. Because yeah. that's, <laughs> that's a that's a common joke, now. dude. That was that was really scary, man. Yeah, but we got through it. Yeah. And then I remember just like trying to like explain to everybody. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know that was that, you know, I know I I get that you guys weren't expecting that, but I I also was like, but this is Ghost Scout training camp and like, we're Ghost Scouts and like, sometimes we're going to while out. And then I remember pulling Jared aside because he was like kind of on the side of the cadets. Uh And I was like, bro, you fucking never side with the cadets. Okay. (laughs) Like, I don't care. You fucking don't take the cadets side. Mm -hmm. You fucking take our side. We come, we talk about our shit. We get our shit together. And then totally. we talk to the cadets. Or if he's got a problem, you know, talk to you first before <laughs> yeah, exactly, like spreading yeah. dissent. Exactly, the ranks, exactly, you know? exactly. But it was a, it was it was definitely a, a bunch of lapses in judgment on my part, <laughs> and I learned a ton, and I've never made a mistake like that again. So that That's was a very learned. valuable piece of definitely uh, information and, and a great story. <laughs> and a great story, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and and. Uh, but yeah, I remember like afterwards, like Gubby Brady, I think was a little psyched out by it, and I remember we like talked about it, but I don't know if he ever really got like closure on it. So well, it was early in, it was early the yeah. early side of camp. Yeah. So I mean, by the time graduation rolled around, it was you know forgotten because yeah. we were having so much fun after yeah. that. Everything you know tightened up and and we didn't shoot guns anymore. And, uh, <laughs> was that the year that I was open carrying too? Was I carrying the pistol? Uh, not that not that, that year. That, year that was year three. You had the pistol and the knife. In Wait, like... aren't we talking about year three? Or no, we're talking about year, year four. four. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I yep. carry. Okay, I, I was carrying the pistol year three. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was the man. peak of my like experimentation with you know gun use. <laughs> yeah. 
which is curved <laughs> off since. Now pretty much for just for hunting and but mm-hmm. that was like, you know, I was I was new to guns and I was very excited about the idea of open carrying. It was our homie's 21st birthday. Oh my god. Yeah, it was it, it was a glorious night. I mean, it was it really it was, was it was one of the best nights <laughs> yeah, that's in Girl Scout thing. history. Dude, you know? that's the funny thing. It was such a good night. The the biggest mistake was just not including everybody, not inviting everybody. Once we got yeah. back, we should have been like, guys, whoever wants to fucking celebrate totally. Cole's birthday, let's do it. Totally. You know, that would have been then that would have been clear for everybody. So yeah, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. You live, live and you learn. Laugh, love. When you're when you're when you're starting when your cult is young. You know, when you've got a young cult and you've got new initiates, be clear with them. Right. The parameters of the evening's festivities. That's right. Um, but yeah, shout out Cole Brower, one of our favorite deep absolutely nuts, one deep of our absolute nuts. favorite Ghost Scouts. That dude is the man. He's a cosmic wanderer. Dude. And, and so, he is a cosmic wanderer. <laughs> so you've been on the pod before in one of the previous summit pods. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you were, oh, you were at both previous summits. That's nope. right. Cause you were at the bug summit. I was at the bug summit. Right. But you were at the summit where we also put in the benches. That was the same summit. No, Max Wilkins wasn't at that summit. Those are two different summits. I only came to one summit. I beg to differ. I beg to Mandela we'll, effect. We'll, we'll, we'll sort this out <laughs> off the pot. But I think you've been yeah, to two do, of do the three summits. people not want to listen to that? Yeah. I think uh, you, oh, no, I protest. <laughs> um, so, uh, wait, where was I, what was I going to say with that? Um, Summit pod. Oh, yeah. So you've been on the podcast before, and maybe you, you were telling some spooky stories or something. I think we told some spooky stories that year. That's usually what we do in yeah. the group pods. We yeah. told some great spooky stories on this last Summit pod. Um, but, uh, like now that you're on the pod, you know, as a, as a solo jam, um, yeah. What are your, what are your experiences with Ghost Scouts? What are, you know, how, how did you come to Ghost Scouts? Mm -hmm. You know, what have you experienced here? Have you seen it grow? What are the, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's crazy. My, my perspective probably pales next to year one and year two, because that was like the wild west days. So I showed up three years in, um, and, you know, just getting, like, mean mugged from Squatch and Alfonso, like, right off the bat, and just, like, sort of, like, putting everyone off their guard a little bit, and you get out of your car, and you just, like, put your gloves on, you put your boots on, and you just, like, get right to work. That's initiation, basically. So yeah. We had a rip and bonfire that year. I think we do that. That's still Is in that effect. Year? And I think, didn't you then... When when you were a counselor, didn't you show up with like a mask or something and yeah. like put on your like you, <laughs> yeah, you I did, I did the same thing. The same yeah, yeah, yeah. Same I think hazing. I've heard people tell like Mike just showed up and he like didn't say anything and he was just like up here, it's let's just go. like staring <laughs> at our parents. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, totally. Being a counselor was awesome. You get yeah. all the DVD extras and behind the scenes and and you know <laughs> apparently party privileges. Yeah. Um, but seeing the evolution is is awesome because you really just get a snapshot if you're here for one year right coming back again and again i highly recommend because uh when i stepped out of the car this trip right now seeing the pavilion and all the uh fortnite shenanigans and hearing all the stories like it keeps going it goes Mm -hmm. on and on and on which is um that's really motivating, you know, to see even like uh, in the outhouse today, I was just like looking at all the scribbles and everything. And I'm like, it's a group of artists. You're not going to get, you know, shitty little 
bathroom stall scribbles. These are like high quality like restroom tags, you know. Yeah, everybody Shit, has their wood. name graffitied yeah. and a little character oh, in the yeah. outhouse. Yeah, you're gonna get hemorrhoids looking at all the artwork in there. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we got we got to do something about the outhouse though, because it's like a weird little backwards hop to get on the pot. Yeah, we it's need, a like, very a awkwardly built. Yeah, it's a very weird outhouse. <laughs> Non-ergonomic. Yeah, the first structure ever built here. It's a historic structure. <laughs> you can't take the, it down. It's the first thing ever built. No, I think it'll be retired pretty soon. Um, and we'll build a couple, like, composting outhouses. Yeah. Like, one down here, one up at the sports field. That's you know, the way to go. That's definitely been talked about a lot and is, you know, on the docket of things to get done. You know what I really enjoyed when I was, uh, I did some traveling in Alaska and I stayed at two farms and they both had uh, open air outhouses mm -hmm. and they like looked out over, one of them looked out over a vista wow. and you could like see the ocean and you could like watch humpback whales while you're taking a shit. So there's no walls even? No, there's like a back wall, which is really stained glass, and there's a roof in case it's raining. Wow. And then there's like blueberry bushes just reaching into your lap. So you Damn. can sit there. If you're constipated, you can nibble a couple blueberries and just berries drop that and it just shoots right heat. out, man. See, Mother Nature gives you everything you need yeah. if you know how to do it. But I was like, I don't know, that was, that was an awesome trip, the Alaska trip. Just thinking the deep thoughts and eating blueberries, you know. Yeah, so how did you find out about Ghost Scouts? Uh, oh, yeah, dude, how did I find out about Ghost Scouts? I'm always, I'm always curious to hear about because it it's such a weird thing. I, I knew you as an artist before I knew about Adventure Time, actually. Okay. Um, so and I had was... we been in contact at all or no? Mm -mm, okay. No. Um, and so, I, you know, I was cruising around on your website. And that's how I found it out. There's like, uh, oh shit, there's a camp and like you build structures and um, you just while out. And that was like what I really, what I really wanted to do in 2014. Mm -hmm. So my girlfriend at the time printed me out the application and told me to do it. And I was like, I'm not going to get in. And uh, she made me do it and I sent it in. And uh, you emailed me and you were like, can you be available? Uh, for the month of August, 2014. And uh, I had a wedding to go to that month. I don't think I ever told you about this. My One of my best friend's weddings was on graduation night. Oh my God. And it was such... Uh, it was bittersweet. Mm -hmm. It was like kind of a bummer, but also, you know, master of my own fate. Wow. Jam. Wow. So I caught hell for that. Wow, that's a big sacrifice. Your best friend's wedding night. You're it like, was... bro, I'm joining this cult. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was it was it was like this this institution like tricking me and taking me away from my friends and loved ones so i can go shit in the woods yeah and uh i remember like thinking as i got my t-shirt when i graduated i'm like i wonder how the wedding went and i got back home and she didn't speak to me for a year dude. wow she was lit up. Wow. She was so mad. And then we Damn. started working together and we had to communicate. Yeah. So it was all bridged under the water after yeah. that. Well, hopefully she appreciated it after the fact because we have become a very legit cult. We are. Yeah, past, we're, we're above past, board. Since then. No. <laughs> yeah, year three was like the year because the year one was like, you know, just kind of like, you know, pulling it out of my ass and, and you know, just this wacky idea. Year two was like the year one people returning and us kind of like running it back. Mm -hmm. And then 
like a lot of stuff almost going really wrong and me being like, oh wow, like this isn't gonna happen again if like like this is gonna end really soon if yeah. we don't like try to kind of figure out how to do this like safely Funny and like cut legitly. His face open with a compass or something. <laughs> like, I did stick a <laughs> compass in his face. That is true. All oh, this is one of very minor. That's a very minor injury. Yeah, compared it's just to some of the a cool ones. photo because there's like blood on his face. Totally, oh. totally. Mm-hmm. Poster boy. Um, and then, yeah, year one or year three was that first year where we, where we started to really think about how can we make this thing like safe and legit yeah, and yeah. sustainable. It was feeling and, pretty buttoned up by the time we got there comparing yeah. my experience to the stories about year one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, craziness. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty clean cut and streamlined by the time I got there. There was definitely some But all in perspective, because, stuff. like, still, like, the things we're talking about don't happen anymore. Like, there hasn't... Yeah. That was the last <laughs> great fallout, I think, was mm-hmm. was that night. So, what is camp like now? You know, if I came back as a counselor again, what would I see? If we were doing cadets, you know? Um, How has it changed since year four? Jeez, I mean, that's hard for me to say. It all like, blurs together. Yeah, it... Well, I mean, just, like... I don't know. It's just to. I think it's just. I think we have a lot more traditions. Like mm-hmm. you know, you were the first fortnight. This fortnight started with you guys, <laughs> uh, yeah. where we where we where we did the thing where you guys are gonna have a certain amount of time for the. We break you into groups of three, and you guys build a survival shelter out. Uh, you know, during the camp during the duration of camp, and then on this designated night, no matter what the weather, you guys are gonna spend the night out there with like limited supplies, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to get you in the morning um, as, as part of that. That was like an addition to graduation rituals. So, I mean, like, I think we've just added on and added on and added on different things. Like, you know, now we have like the cocktail party for graduation <laughs> right. and the spooky story that like continues through the fortnight. And, yep. you know, there's all these different things. And we were talking about different iterations of tree prom, which is obviously top secret. Top but, secret. you know, we're so like. I feel like we've just like made it more and more amazing through adding, adding the like rituals. like subtracting things that really <laughs> that didn't, didn't work, work so much. and like and like just like just like the things that really work and are really fun and really creative and and productive. We've just like amped that up a ton. Like I think it's just like I think it's way more focused than it used to be. Totally. And I'm, like and were we doing the hikes when you were? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we did some some hikes and that was might have been my favorite part. I right. love a good hike. Yeah, I think like we do more hiking and like there's just like yeah, there's just like more of there's just like more things involved mm-hmm. in camp now, I think. Totally. Like and now the zine is out too. And that's And then huge. yeah, this yeah, every time it gets we add something new and mm-hmm. fine tune it a little bit and it gets better and better. And then also like just the amount of I think like we started with a very small group of people and in the beginning it was like a lot of very wacky people and like obviously just like you know yeah like society well you know just like you know who's to say who is and who isn't and we all are but like it takes definitely a certain person to come here and especially early on because it was so like what the fuck is this is this even real people come here people would come here then and be like I didn't even know if this was real like I thought this might be a joke you know like so I think like now through like scouts having tables at cons and like mm-hmm. i think there's such like more of like a like a like people kind of it's a known commodity a little bit more yeah, yeah. and it's and it's more focused and and like there's just a lot more like 
like people that have come through scouts and like have brought their flavor to scouts mm-hmm. and that more and more scouts have become like established in their careers and like you know so i think i think it's just matured a lot i think yeah, it's yeah. i think it's matured a lot and you know some of like the older scouts have like a little thing like oh when i was a scout mm-hmm. it was like this yeah. and this but like to me, it's like it was. It was definitely cool back then, but like to me, it's so much doper now. Like, like, like whatever we're currently doing is by far the absolute best version of scouts right. that's ever existed. Yeah. Like this last summit that we had was like we were all sitting around and we couldn't even believe it. We were like, oh my god, <laughs> like, like this is what we all thought scouts would be when we came here you right. know like yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and everybody yeah. came in different versions of the evolution and like we finally reached the point where we're like this is what we all wanted it to be and we've made it this thing together mm-hmm. and holy shit this is incredible oh, you totally. know like yeah, man. like we just did a fucking hundred page collaborative zine in a week and it just like came together because we're already mind melded and that and circles like, back to like all the hard work you know and and like it's a point of pride that like my blood is in this cabin you know yeah. my blood equity and my sweat equity and like the the folks who worked on the zine it's there's no difference you know yeah. they contributed to this awesome thing that everyone gets to experience and share exactly and i think it's easier to buy into now i think when there was yeah, less yeah. here and there was less scouts people are like what are we doing why are we doing this mm-hmm. and now it's like Oh my God, this is why we're doing this. Everybody's had hands on these cabins. You know, everybody's come through here. Like I've, I follow, like, like you said, people are like, Oh my God, I followed this person and now they're a scout. And like, you know, there's like, like we just have such a legit roster. I mean, there's been over 60 trained scouts that have come through Go Scout training camp and so many of them like are heavy hitters, you know? And it's just like, you look at the work that people are turning out and you're like, Oh, these are legit fucking not like people weren't legit but like like these are there's like a huge amount of really legit people involved in this thing so that gives us an incredible amount of credibility and then the fact that like these heavy hitters are coming back and participating year after year after year and legitimizing it in that way but also just pouring themselves into it and you know and 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 their their building blocks are are making it amazing. Totally. You know, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like like I always say, like if I had been in charge of this thing the whole time and it was just my shit, it would be whack. Like Yo, yeah. it would just it wouldn't be what it is. It's like it's everybody synergizing and forming that creative mm-hmm. Voltron that makes <laughs> it just so much that that idea that it's that the sum is beyond what is it the fucking the the uh, sum is greater than the parts whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck that saying totally. is right. And that's so true about Ghost Scouts. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the essence of Ghost Scouts. And that we all come together, and I step up my game when people come. And they step up their game it's when they come. It's just electricity, man. You can feel the huge boost. Everyone is vibing off of each other. And just, like, you know, from first day of camp to last day of camp, if you thumb through some of these sketchbooks people bring, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is, like, proper evolution. This yeah. is hard work. Because, yeah. you know... We sit you down and we force you to create shit. Yeah. There's no putting it off or, or you know, procrastinating because 
there's nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I think, too, it's like if you're in this art collective and you're seeing these new people come in and then just, like, start killing it, like Dalton and Max coming through the program last year and then just rocketing out and fucking going from working other jobs to quitting those jobs and then supporting themselves off yeah. of illustration right out the gate like so you know to the other scouts are like oh shit like you're either gonna be inspired by that or, oh, you're, yeah. good, or you're like you know i mean you i hope you are you know it's like everybody should be I like am, man. holy shit like, you from know the like, outhouse to the scouts who are really heavy hitters um yeah it's just an inspiring wonderland yeah here. yeah yeah it's it's really magical super psyched to be here i'm gonna be here this winter yeah. am i gonna be all alone that would be cool well, we'll see. I mean, there's been some whispers of, you know, uh, you know, possible other stuff. I think if you are here, I think there will be I think getting the stove in here is going to have people is going to is going to elicit a couple visits and mm-hmm. I think you being here is going to have some people coming to totally. visit for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, I think that that's what's so beautiful about it. It's like, you know, like I said, I'm always trying to just set the table of opportunity here, mm-hmm. and then it's all about who comes here and and how they decide to kind of, for lack of a better word, perform. Like you know, yeah. it's like it's like, hey, I'm I'm setting it up. Like this is all like I had a glimpse of this when I was living in my first cabin and was like, wow, if I got my own property and like opened it up to people, like because my buddy was like, hey, you can build a cabin up here and like live up here while you while you save up for your own land, and mm-hmm. I was like wow, it's so cool. And I was living up there like, wow, this is such a great thing for an artist to do. Like, go live out in the woods and like build, like my whole life is like just creative fucking thing. I'm like living in an illustration right now. And then I was like, (laughs) wow, what if I fucking not only got my own property and did this for myself, but again, like paid forward the the the, totally. the great gift that my friend gave me by offering me so generously to live on his property and do that. What if I do that same thing for other people? You know, so like, I'm just setting the table here and then and then seeing as we say ghostiny who's going to feel that ghostiny tingle and who's going to show up Absolutely. and decide to fucking take advantage of this opportunity. It's like a tasty little potluck. Everyone brings their own dish. Exactly. You know? It is. Ghost Scouts is a total fucking potluck, dude. It's a fucking potluck cult, bro. <laughs> I love it. And so, yeah, so you've been, you've been feeling that tingle of ghostiny and, you know, we'll see what happens. And, and you know, if you come here and you, you fucking, you, you're here in the winter, I think that some more amazing things will just be precipitated by that. It's just like we were talking about today with momentum, how Mm -hmm. crucial momentum is and building on that momentum. You know, I feel like we've had such a, like, like. Ghost Scouts is always building on that momentum each year going forward, snowballing. And then this pa- this past summer was like just so huge with the residency and the mega summit with the most scouts ever and that crazy fucking, you know, posse summit podcast that people can <laughs> listen to and dig into the zine at the same time. And then now we're going to fucking open it up into the winter. It's like, holy shit, now we're going year-round, baby. Like dude. It's just like, yeah, because that's like, you know, I mean, cold weather is, snow's not half the year here, but cold weather is half the year here. Yep. So, like, w- once we open that up, it's like, you know, because my dream is really, like I said, to have more cabins here and just year-round residencies going, whether people are here for an entire year or there's, like, rotating, mm-hmm. like, three-month residencies or six-month residencies or whatever it is, like, 
we tried to do the first residency. The idea was to do a year long residency. So I've always been into that idea. I love the idea of just fucking the scout family fucking up here doing the shit. I get ultra jazzed, ultra fucking uh, energized from people being up here doing their thing, you know? Yeah, so totally. Because you like, get a chance to like act crazy and wild out and sort of like dig into your own brain, you know? Like your eye looks inward a little bit, especially. Uh, for camp week four, everyone is a little nuts. Yeah. You know, people will run around without a shirt. Yeah. No bras. Gets <laughs> wild. Yeah. 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 We haven't had a year four in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. There's been, what, two years of, two years of three year camp training yeah. camp. The last yeah, two yeah. training camps have been, or two, two, two years of three or two years of three week. The last two training camps have been three weeks, is what I'm trying to right. say. Okay. The whiskey is getting the better of me <laughs> yeah, right I'm like, I'm so The last I'm two like, years yeah, has been years. three years. We've all been here for yeah. years and years. And we're, oh wait, did we take more mushrooms? Oh shit, oh are we still, is it yesterday still? I think it's still yesterday. Dude, I was literally thinking that because, so, I mean, again, I get out of the truck and Dan is like, hey buddy, you want some drugs? <laughs> allegedly. This is allegedly. all allegedly, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that we talk about that's illegal on this podcast is just we've heard about these things. I'm these are stories that we're retelling. Right now, you know, this yeah. is just we're spitballing. You this know, is allegedly for entertainment purposes. We're building personas here. Right. What's we're branding the, ourselves what's and our cult. Three allegedly's. Allegedly, 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 allegedly squared. So we allegedly squared. Um, took a little candy, and so the night before I was like. Bedraggled, dude. <laughs> I was bedraggled because I had uh, drove from Maine to Vermont, so it's not a bad hike. But I, you know, I ended up staying at a lady friend's house mm-hmm. and just didn't. I mean, I don't want to sound blue or nothing. Just didn't sleep yeah. at all. Like the sun came up and yeah. I realized I had not slept. You're like, wow, we're still having sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I've got like responsibilities. This is really nice. <clears throat> Um, and so I haven't counted the hours that I was awake, right? but so no sleep and yeah. then allegedly dosing. Yeah. And I was like having weird memories of the day before thinking that it was like in the future or right. like had happened wow. or was happening now. Wow. The, the accordion time yeah. that, uh, that comes with that. Yeah, lack of sleep will get you more than any drug. Like lack it of will, sleep will man. affect your mind more it's than a anything you can do. Too, if you for don't sure. get enough sleep, it's super bad for you. It's well, it's bad good that we body. weren't going to cut yesterday. I, I wouldn't have. No, if yeah. you were like, if you, when you showed up and you're like, I only had an hour of sleep, I would have been. If we were supposed to cut that day, I would have been like, all right, we're not cutting today. Yep. <laughs> like, that's way too. That's a good way, call. Way too dangerous. See, we're totally responsible. Yeah, so we are. We about. made the responsible choice and allegedly <laughs> took some psychedelics and just hiked around in the woods. Yeah. It was talked a, about life. It was, you know, a real free American thing to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the lineage with the fungus goes farther back than legislation, you know. Yeah, we were out there. We were investigating. There's t- so, always so much fungus blooming in the forest mm-hmm. here. So many wild fruiting bodies out there. Yeah. You know? Fruiting bodies. So many beautiful fruiting bodies out there in the woods. called Fruiting Bodies. <laughs> fruiting Bodies. <laughs> issue 29. <laughs> issue 69. That's right. Issue 1. Issue 69. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, 
what else, man? What else? What? Where? Where are you at? Where are you at in life right now? Like, what's going on with you? You know, how you feeling? Where are your goals at? You know. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this, but we didn't really. I mean, we kind of went in depth. Mm-hmm. I like for the past week, I've just been feeling inexplicably positive, which mm-hmm. is strange for me for this time of year because mm-hmm. I I've got seasonal affective, struggle with depression, and like I'm I'm kind of like. A standoffish grouch and I hope is what it I what I hope is a charming way mm-hmm. um but there's also you know growing up and traveling and recently losing some people it just heaps on perspective it's like why do you got to be so sad can't you do the thing without being a bummer yeah um because it doesn't do anything for you mm-hmm. so my I'm feeling like my head is finally sort of blooming into this really positive space. Um, and I, I'm i just excited to get some wheels under that. Um, so I'm juggling day job stuff, and I just moved into, like, this house that's mostly built, and I've got a, you know, the guy moved out, and he didn't leave us any oil or any wood, so I'm kind of scrambling to get, like, you know, just my logistical life together. Um, but I've got a studio now for the first time in, uh, like three years. So there's a home base where I can walk in with my tea and I shut the door and the world disappears behind me and I can just jam, which is what I've been wanting to do like for, for years. But, uh, you know, life has always gotten in the way, which is a real bummer because I'm in a place right now where I feel like my art is pretty good, Mm -hmm. which, um, is not something I ever usually say about myself, but I'm actually really happy the direction I'm going. So, goals, um, I'd really like to get into tattooing, um, it's always attracted me permanently, like, disfiguring somebody, but there's, like, an image and a story, and it's super personal, and you work one-on-one, and tattoo artists listening to this right now are just, like, rolling their eyes hardcore, (laughs) because, you know, I think for a lot of people, there's a high burnout rate. Mm. in that trade oh like a lot of like people they're like i want to be a tattoo artist and then they're just like they don't want to like yeah and and really people are it. are just like kind of shitty about apprenticeships and like hazing the new guy and mm. you know you got to pay your dues and there's a lot of scamming going on so it's like there's this underbelly to it which is kind of like attractive in a dark way as well and it's a challenge um a personal challenge to actually claw your way into that and it feels very visible like tattoos are just really hot right now Mm -hmm. um and they're lucrative and if you know long-term goal build a clientele and tour and go to other shops meet interesting people because you know my my heart is on the road i love traveling Mm -hmm. i love meeting people and and experiencing new things and coming back with stories you know it's it's very maritime for me it's a real maritime experience yeah you have a lot of the ocean in your blood huh Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i've always had kind of a transient existence yeah here and gone the mythos um yeah what was the question i think (laughs) I i think i tied that up yeah um so oh yeah okay so i guess i guess a hurdle right now for me um, kind of step one is coming out of my shell a little bit, yeah. um, which I even feel queasy saying, cause it feels like just such a little kid thing and I'm 31 yeah. and, uh, it's just been too long for me to not be blowing up. So 
you like know. with your career yeah mm-hmm. totally um and you know I, I do trade work and i'm proud of the work i do and everything and um there's nothing wrong with a hard day's work doing anything but you know what sings to my soul is artwork so um i'm going to tell you a story to tell you another story when mm. i was traveling in canada uh not canada uh what's the other c1 california <laughs> uh, I was in the Sierras and I had jammed out to the secret little hot spring um, that I had heard was in the area and it's like jealously guarded um, it's a it's a super local secret um, but like I asked the right people the right questions and I was able to find it you know and I greased some palms and everything and uh, it's in the middle of this cow pasture and you can barely see it except for the steam yeah. and if you listen you can hear the laughter so I go out to this hot spring and it's just the jam, dude. I, I camp there for three days cause I don't have a job. I'm living out of my truck and, uh, again, bedraggled, I think is the word, but yeah, we'll abbreviate it, but I think that's a nice one. Because I was like, man, I would just wake up and hit the bowl and hit the whiskey and, saunter on down to the hot spring every morning and like see what new people I could introduce myself to which was a lot of fun so that's me coming out of my shell a little bit but there are drawbacks because I met this dude and this is a big rock climbing territory and I was really interested in learning how to do that I'd never done it before and I met this guy who's like you know we started talking his dick is out my dick is out it's very friendly casual and he goes hey buddy there's a gear shop in town why don't you just go down there tomorrow morning you're gonna drop a little bit of coin on some gear and then uh, go to this place nearby it's called the gorge there's no signage but if you do this this and this it's easy to find so he gave me you know he gave me kind of a tip to get myself started and he made it sound super easy he's like you know just go down there ask somebody for a belay someone to show you the ropes you know the climbing community is a real gracious friendly community and Man, hook, line, and sinker. The next morning, I get up, I go to the gear shop. I'm in there for like an hour or two looking at gear, trying on shoes, and I drop like 250 bucks on some new and some used gear. And uh, and I'm feeling like kind of queasy about that because I don't have a lot of income on the road, but yeah. I've got this great new gear that's going to open some doors for me. So I spend the rest of the morning and most of the afternoon driving around 395 looking for the gorge because it's not like hiking there's no signage because turns out rock climbers are jealous motherfuckers they're like surfers like get off my wave get off my cliff didn't know that so i finally find this place that i think is the gorge because i roll up to the parking lot which is on a cliff there's all these vans with like a ton of stickers on them and everything ropes everywhere so i figure i'm in the right place and i step out of my truck and I've got my bright, shiny blue helmet on, my climbing climbing helmet and all this brand new gear. And, you know, the first people I meet, I'm like, oh, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm new in the area. My name is Mike. Uh, do you think, do you got time to, like, show me the ropes and give me a belay or something? Dude gave me the finger. <laughs> wow. Dude, he fucking flipped me off. He's like, fuck you. He called me, like, a weird name that's, like, a term for climbing or something that means not cool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what it was. But but I'm like, oh, that was hard. And then I'm like, that's okay. Let's try again. He was having a bad day. Apparently, he's a dick. And, um, 
you know, the next people just roll their eyes at me and it becomes clear that people are like getting back into their vans because now it's four o'clock, it's overcast. It's a Sunday afternoon, the wind is blowing, people are trying to get their weekend climbs in, you know, right. and I'm there in my shiny dorky gear with this wow. big shitty You're like grin. the new guy. You're I'm like, hey guys, guy. and that feeling. Hey, can you light this cigarette for me? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a... Uh, a bummer feeling. I mean, it's hilarious. I love this story because yeah. it's just so funny to me. But oh. it's it's also a real turnoff for putting yourself out there if you're oh, a little cloistered. It's so crushing, so, though. It's like it when I went is. to fucking... It's like, there's no need for that. Yeah. So it's so... Going into tattoos and being like... Walking into a shop oh. with my portfolio and yeah. going, will you show me how to make your money? Yeah. You know? I yeah. want your money. Will you teach me how to do that? It's hard to approach. That's a so lame... That's, where I, that's a right lame... That's... You know, that's a lame attitude, though, man. Like, anybody that has that attitude about life, fuck them. Like, there's totally. always... You should always be gracious to a, to a person that is excited to get into what you're into. You should always be... Like, anybody that ever emails me and asks me questions or is excited, I'm always, like, hyped to get people inspired about yeah, it. Yeah, because... I'm not like, they're going to take my fucking illustration <laughs> no, money. It's like, like come dude, on into the party, dude. There's room for everybody. There's come room on. for everyone. Yeah, so, that's a terrible... That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's good, like super whack. It's such, a, it's such a drag, but, I mean, I tell this story as I'm starting to approach my apprenticeship that and, and kind of like with this new outlook I, I have... Um, you can always out positive someone who's negative. Yes. You know, you can only totally. go down if you're negative. Totally. But if you're if you've got a smile and yeah. you're just feeling good and you promise yourself to go out for ice cream yeah. afterwards, yeah. win or lose, we're getting <laughs> ice cream, buddy. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> so that's that's my approach. You just gotta like kinda expect rejection with a smile and then be gracious and um and good things will happen. I'm confident. Yeah. That's very good advice. That's that's very true. Mm. And yeah, that reminds me of like when we moved when I was 12 from like the woods of Western Massachusetts to suburban New Hampshire and I went to middle school and I was like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And they were like, "You're a fucking loser." And I was like, "No, I'm like I'm like a cool guy. Like I was like one of the fucking coolest kids in my old school." And they were like, "You're a fucking idiot." Like they're just like I just remember being so devastated and being so confused like yeah. why are these people fucking being jerks and to your, me? Your like crew isn't there. You're all alone. Yeah, I grew up in this little town where you know everybody and everybody's yeah. cool and then all of a sudden you're like 12 years old and you're in this new town and everybody's being a super dick to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's the worst thing ever, man. Fuck people who do that. Well, it's for such real. it's such a hazing, like territorial attitude. It's, it's so, so lame. Primal. Anybody that hazes is insecure. Like we don't do we hazing in haze. Ghost Scout. No, <laughs> no we, we don't. don't do, we, we don't, don't do serious. We, don't, we, we do, don't. We do like fun, funny stuff here, but oh, we yeah. don't. And then it's all backstage. And like so. and like, there are maybe certain times where certain scouts have decided to like put on like a some sort of micro hazing attitude or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you're when you're when people are first getting here and you're but like put on fades. your gloves and, but like that's not the culture we have here you know not totally, at all like no. i never i'm always like super chill with everybody it's and positive like, yeah man. it's like yeah we're it's not about that and and actually to the, some of the some of the original scouts will come to me and they'll be like dude like i'm not getting any respect from like the younger scouts like nobody fucking knows who i am and blah blah i'm like Okay, well, fucking get out there and tell them who you are. Fucking show them <laughs> yeah, your work, buddy. man. Like, introduce I, yourself. Like, this isn't about 
legacy and this and that. This is about people who want to come and participate, man. Like, well, like this isn't about being like, I was here first. It's like, who fucking cares, dude? Are you here now and are you hanging out and are right. you making this thing better? Are like, I don't care. Contributing to the yeah, exactly. vibe, dude. And I love not... everybody that's been through here, but some people really have that attitude and I don't yeah. understand that attitude. It's yeah. Like, it's, 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 I don't ever want to be known for what I did. Like, I don't want people to respect me for what I did back in the day. I want people to respect me for, for what I've continued to do all the time. Momentum, you know? like, yeah, It's all momentum. Because that's such a hack idea, too. Like, I did something cool once. You guys don't remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, get There's over no yourself. resting on your laurels. It's <laughs> yeah, 2019. Yeah. It's all yeah. content content, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Get out there. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, and it's just like, you know, the, yeah, I mean, it's all about, we live in a world where there is so much people trying to edge other people out and be the mm-hmm. only one on the mountain and this and this and that. And that's, you know, really Ghost Scouts is about climbing the ladder for yourself and fucking as soon as you get up a rung, you put your hand back Absolutely. down and get the other person up over you. That you know, was the it's talk like, when I showed yeah. up. That's exactly what you said. Exactly. That's what it's all about, man. That's like, I feel like it's my obligation and my duty as someone that's stumbled into the right series of events that's given me my dream life Mm -hmm. to absolutely do everything I can to facilitate anybody that crosses my path into their dream life. You know what I'm saying? Like what else would you, why else would you think any other way about it? Like, and I've had people be dicks to me and I've had tons of bad shit happen to me, but that's all the more reason why I don't want it to happen to somebody else. Like, yeah, because you know how that feels. It's why such a you... weird thing to be like, wow, people hazed me super hard when I went to school and that sucked for me. Now I'm going to turn around and do it to somebody else. Right, like, how lame, how simple-minded and small fucking person do you have to be to think like that? It's <laughs> yeah, like, dude. That's sad. Yeah, that's really bummer. sad. You get so much more. You, you catch more flies with honey, you know? That's right, baby. I don't know why you, you want to catch flies. You do. Or waste all that honey. So one of the things that I'm always thinking about and that Scouts is about and one of the things we love to talk about in this podcast is that dream life. So, like, mm. spin us a little tale of what's the vision of, like, Mike Vance's dream life at this point. You're 31. That's a ripe age. That's the year that I moved to Vermont with my family and started this whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, eight years ago, I'm 39 now. So 31 years old, Mike Vance. Like, what's the vision? What's your dream life here? What's the What's the most amazing life you could imagine for yourself okay. right now? Okay. All right. So I see. Uh, I see myself in a 1988 Toyota pickup. Mm. Um, it's got a 22 RE under the hood. There's a um, raven-haired lady in the uh, passenger seat. Ooh. There's a dog there. And behind us is the camper slash mobile studio. And we're cruising through the desert to allegedly do some alleged things. Ooh, and like and, uh, and hit the next shop and make some money and meet some people and do some tattoos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anything can happen. That's the other thing is, is you never know where the next step is going to take you. What door is going to open up. You know, maybe comics opens up because I meet someone who's doing that and they vibe on my style and they want to do a project and then I get sucked into that world or I've, I've got people in LA who um, I have a buddy who's working on a pitch who actually wants me on board for it which is interesting mm-hmm. I hope he gets that so I can <laughs> piggyback on his success yeah. <laughs> but I'm open to anything I have a target but I'm not going to say no to any opportunity mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I miss the desert. Yeah, you were saying that you were kind of surprisingly vibing on the desert. Absolutely. It's weird. Bring water. There's an equation for how much water you need to bring when you're in the desert. That's funny, though, because you're like a sea-loving man, and then the desert is the opposite, but it's almost like the sand ocean, yeah, right? Totally. Like That's like, what I love about it. It's the opposite, but it's actually very parallel. It's inverted. All yeah. the same dangers are there, right. you know? Um, hypothermia, starvation. Yeah. Um, lack of water. The, what's the other one? Yeah, lack, lack of water, of water on water. the ocean, baby. You're, you're on the water, but there ain't nothing to drink Sunstroke, out there. Sunstroke, getting lost. Yeah. It's... Uh, so I really, and especially right now, um, because I, I do a lot of odd jobs and house painting and uh, I string work together week to week a little bit, which is fun, but it's nerve wracking. And I always feel kind of like a, a pirate or a privateer. I've got all my gear in the back of my ship and I yeah. go around and I do a job and I'm off to the next one. I invoice people. I've got a typewriter I write invoices on. So really like, pay me my money. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, so you've had multiple iterations of a of a pickup truck with a with a camper top on it yeah. and and a bed in the back. It's you, the life. Yeah, you like that. I do. I mean, I also really, I'm I'm kind of split down the middle because I'm the super homebody too sometimes, and I love having a front door and four walls and yeah. like high thread count sheets and a hot shower, you know. Right. But there's also you, you know you're tied to those bills or you're tied to your chickens or you're tied to you're nine to five, but being on the road, it's a, you can fucking do whatever you want. I mean, right. I, no one is watching. Right. Not really. The, you know, the state troopers and the highway police. The <laughs> police are always watching. <laughs> They're always watching. And Facebook is watching you and mm-hmm. the drones are watching you. That's true. But you Elon know, Musk definitely watching you. Absolutely. From the simulation. He... From the simulation that he's <laughs> oh my God, us yeah. all in. He's, he's uh, hooked up to Cerebro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. But um, you just got to stay just under the radar enough. Have your own fun. Don't let it spill over the side. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the vision right now. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And do you see, like, do you you see a life of transients? Do you see eventually settling down somewhere? Definitely eventually got to settle down. Like, I want... Like, this is actually what I want. I want my cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be left alone <laughs> mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to just jam on my stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, have people come get, uh, like, high-quality tattoos in, like, a home studio mm-hmm. um, and explore other avenues, see, see what comes up. But definitely, at some point, I'm going to settle down. I just don't know where yet. It's a big country. There's also other countries. It's a big planet, you know? I was thinking about moving to India for a hot second because wow. you can live like a king for $300 for like half the year. Wow. But um, I didn't do that. Wow. Shout out Mayor, dude. Fucking Indian scout, bro. We got a scout oh, in fucking yeah. India, dude. We got scouts all that. over the world. Oh yes. Ghost in Oh, yeah. Bring something tasty to the potluck. That's right. Crab Williams, dude. Go scout Crab Williams in the fucking house, dude. Who's Crab Williams? That's my or, dude. That's the oh. Indian <laughs> Go Scout, bro. Right on. Yeah. Year seven. I should talk to him, man. Yeah, dude. 
One of my favorite Ghost Scouts. Shout out my Lord, dude. He came with the tasty fucking snacks. He brought the snack game. The snack game of the international scouts. They bring the fucking tasty treats. They do. I love that weird licorice. Yes, Luba brought the salted licorice from Denmark. But then where's Tara from? Because she also she like made Tara's from upstate New York, right? Like Ithaca area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cousin of Caleb. That sounds like the Bible now. Cousin, Cousin of Caleb. Caleb. First <laughs> we, year Ghost Scout. We need to create like a... Uh, a Ghost Scout family tree? Yeah, Oh, dude. dude that'd be sick. That would be actually be really good to like get it straight in my mind. Like, totally. just like well, where everybody... Well, that consults the tome. Yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. big dusty book and it's got yeah. everyone's like lineage and like how they came to Scouts and everything. Totally. <laughs> it's all calligraphy and gold leaf. That would be very helpful. You should get Michelle on that. Definitely. She's busy. She can't do it. Yeah, Michelle, shout out another tattooing What's up, ghost dude? scout. Yeah, Let's we have a lot soon. of we have a lot of uh, tattoo enthusiast ghost scouts. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So your so your your so your primary focus right now is thinking about the tattooing. That's what you're most hyped about. Yeah, because it it feels a lot like a trade, and it's a new skill that I don't know, and um, I, I don't know, just uh. I'm trying to not say mythos, but, you know, it, it's got, like, this gritty allure to it, which I'm not trying to over-romanticize it, but it's, you know, it's creating your work that people come to you because they vibe on it and they want to carry that with them to the grave, dude. That's, I I have a hard time taking that lightly. Yeah. That's really profound for me. Yeah. Yeah. Again, stop rolling your eyes, professional tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love like the self consciousness of an I, I know, and I gotta You're stop like, that. Uh, I was thinking about saying yeah, it or not yeah, saying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, anybody who yeah feels that way, get over it. Mike Vance is the illest illustrator, so you know <laughs> he would be, be a welcome addition. You know, anybody that's got the chops. You know, if someone comes up and they're like, you know. The same thing. I mean, I'll roll my eyes a little bit if someone comes up with some, you know, little little choppy drawings and be like, I, I want to have my own show. I'm like, okay, well, you right. know, I mean, There's let's put, it, let's put in the work. Let's put in the work. Totally. But, you know, still, I always am very positive and like, yo, don't worry about having a show yet. Worry about building your own shit up. Do your own animation. Do your own comics. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the end goal. Worry about having fun at your desk. That's where that's totally. where the magic happens. Absolutely. You have fun at your desk, everything else will work out. And it you know? shines through. If if you hate the work you're doing, yeah, people are gonna notice. Yeah, you know, if totally. You, if you love, and if what you you're just doing. want the end goal, that's not how you do. You don't. You don't. Yeah, you yeah. don't step foot on the basketball court with a football in your hand and go, "I'm gonna play in the NBA." You know, like, that's <laughs> right. not how it works, bro. It's work, man. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. Put in the work. Be 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 hyped. Work. Be more excited. I'm always. I know when people are going to make it. When people come up with a ton of work and, and they just go, dude, I just love fucking drawing. I just want to do this. I know that person's going to make it. If someone comes up and goes, I want my own show, I go, eh, they might make it or not. Yeah. But if you love drawing, you're going to make it. If process. you want the accolades, I don't know if you're going to make it or not. Because not that that's not good to have an end goal and a drive, but like, 
I don't know. From my side of it, I never, ever thought, like, I'm going to work for the studios. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I was like, bro, I was just talking about this yesterday. I was like, if I can fucking draw some comics and I can draw some album covers, that's my wildest totally. dreams. Like, and, and album and, covers are awesome because they're just one-offs. They're here. They're gone. Yeah, and I was thinking check. just, like, for myself and my friends. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, and, and just, like, you know, get a little shine off of that. So, you know, I think that starting with, you know, it's good to dream big, but... You know, because I always love the, I always love comics. I always love animation. So I always, in the back of my mind, I probably would have like, you know, maybe the dreams were back there somewhere. But that wasn't my goal. My goal was to just like have fun, doing it. I'm always like, if you can have fun and like do shit that your friends would like, that like you and your friends would like, and have fun doing that, then that's you know the basis. Already like it. That's too. the basis, and <clears throat> then you build off of that. Don't worry about coming in and having this and that and getting this kind of recognition yep. just start at the ground level that you love doing it because if you love doing it you'll always be doing it totally. and then you will have success totally and and not going into it with blinders on like it like you say it's good to have a goal but also keep your eye on the other doors that are going to close if you don't jump through them yeah um yeah, you want to show but also there's this comic deal like yeah. don't show yourself out to that so yeah. be open minded with your goals and be flexible. Yeah. Roll with it. Roll Just be with loose. It. Tight. Yeah, buddy. Well, let me ask you this as okay. we close it out. All right. Do you have any like strange recurring dreams? Oh, so many. Dude. Do you really? Dude, I, I th- we could we could talk like this whole length over again. On the <laughs> I love it. Give Dude. us some juicy okay, recurring right, dreams. Right. Let me do I love so, this. So I haven't had this one out in a while. And it's not the images aren't always recurring, but uh-huh. the mood and the tone, and I have an objective in the dream that's always mm. the same. Yeah. So so in the dream, um, I'm usually in the woods, or I'm on the road, um, and I'm trying to get home. And it's a particular house. It's this house I grew up in when I was a kid. And I moved out when I was eight, and I, like, I loved this house. And... I'm always trying to get there, but there's always like the boogeyman following me or something lumbering after me in the shadows and you never see it, but you know it's there. So, you know, I think a lot of people have like that sort of feelings, but they get like some of the images are just, I mean, it's a dream, so it's bizarre, but um, I'll tell you this one. So um, the house is up the hill and you go through the woods and into this big field and then there's more woods and I can see smoke coming out of my chimney so I know I'm almost there Mm. and uh, I hear dogs barking off to my left and I look over and I see them running towards me and then we do like a smash cut of their faces and they're just like gnarly like resident evil dogs and they don't have any eyes it's like their eyes are just fleshed over but they like know i'm there and they're coming for me they're gonna rip me apart that's the scariest dog with no eyes that can see everywhere i know dude Dude, it's so that's like high strangeness that is very high strangeness so um get stranger i run through the field i'm running i'm running and i can feel their breath on on my heels and there's no way to outrun them i'm like out of breath and they're about to get me off to my right, there's this ladder, and it's matte black. It looks like this. So it's not um, a step ladder, you know, and it's not leaning on anything. It's just going stock straight up into the sky. Wow. And I jump on there, um, and I climb to the top, 
and the dogs just circle and circle and circle and then wake up. Wow. So this, this recurring dream, it's always me trying to get back to my house, but I never make it. Something bad always happens on the way. Or like if I do make it, there's like other people there and they're weird. And I kind of like mill around my yard like it's this shanty town now. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. And they're like, they're like uh, just kind of creepy people and they ignore me, sort of, but I'm still scared of them. I can't talk to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one. That's a good one. A lot of them have dogs in them, too. Does that connect to like stuff that we were like spooky encounters that you had when you were a kid or anything? I, I mean, I was always in the woods when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought it was like fun to get spooked out, you know, like totally. like pretend I heard something, oh and, like, God, see I if I could get my heart rate right up. Yeah, out. man, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think is is like a cool evolutionary thing to sort of like get your fight or flight, yeah, you know, pump in, like juice it up manually a little yeah. bit. Um, but I mean, I think the house itself just holds like a lot of memories from my childhood that like I wasn't ready to let go of. So did like, you live in one house as a kid? I lived in so many houses. Oh, you moved around. A yeah, lot. we moved around a ton, all in the same town. So this this is the house um, that my parents divorced in, which is oh. probably pretty telling. Oh. Um, and then after that, we just like, you know, we jumped around um, in the town of Harpswell. Always, yeah. the, they wanted to keep us in the same school and you know have uh, joint custody and everything, which yeah. was really great, good yeah. for them. But uh, it gave me some spooky dreams. Wow, that yeah. is spooky. Yeah, I know. I ooh, I get chills just like you're telling me. <laughs> Damn, it's yeah. spooky tonight. Yeah, but I always, I'm always so mad when I wake up, and like I can't. There's always more to the dream. I always want to finish it. Yeah. Like there was one I actually made it into the house, and um, and this was like a while later. I hadn't had this dream for a long time at this point, because I was a bit older and and doing my own thing. So I'm, I. Like, the narrative of the dream is, like, you know, the young boy is now a man and he's coming back to his house. So there's a, there's always, like, archetypes in here. Like, I read some Carl Jung and I pay attention to archetypes and, mm. and that kind of thing to sort of, like, decipher what my subconscious is trying to tell me. It's super fun. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm in the house and wandering around and it just turns into a labyrinth. Like, you open a closet and it's just, like, you know, racks of clothes but it's also a hallway that goes on forever and the yeah. clothes just get closer and closer and closer and you end up in this room that's like completely clean when the rest of the house is filthy and um, there's a, like a fucking culty wizard in there and he's levitating this like dead chick. Oh, She's like rotten and dead like the, like the old woman from The Shining. Oh no! And he's just like like levitating her but I can only see her legs. Oh like, my god. And they just like... I mean, I know it's audio, but they, they basically just, like, hinge up from the heel to, like, a standing position. Oh, my God. And then God. it's just, like, a race through all of, like, the linen closets and, like, all these fur coats and, like, things are grabbing at me. I have some scary dreams, Wow, dude. that's insane. Yeah. Do you have scary dreams a lot? Um... I get sleep paralysis sometimes. Oh my god, we've talked we've talked a lot about that oh, on the really? podcast. And you told the story. That's what you told. You that's told right. that crazy mushroom story about mushroom sleep yeah, paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you told. It, yeah. That happened to me again in a restaurant. I oh was my god. I was um, working in this restaurant, and you know we we close at ten or whatever, and then finish cleaning everything up by 11 or 11.30, and then we just sit at the bar and drink and shoot the shit. But yeah. I live an hour away. I'd, I'd driven here, and I I just... Um, me and this girl I was with were kind of not hanging out anymore. 
So I didn't really have a place to stay. I burned some bridges. So I was feeling, uh, again, I was feeling bedraggled. <laughs> I, need, I need a this bedraggled the tattoo. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> should bedraggled. Name this podcast bedraggled yeah. for sure. But uh, I just went to the, the upstairs venue, which was closed down, and I slept in, um, I slept on the, the music stage up there, and uh, it was raining outside, and there were cars driving by, and, uh, you know, like the, the buzzing that always comes with um, sleep paralysis and the feeling that something is getting closer and closer. What's the buzzing? See, I've never had it. I've oh, been left really? out. Like, everyone <sighs> that I fucking know has had this shit, and I haven't it's, had it. It sucks, man. I, I usually <laughs> get it if I if I drink way too much. I'll get sleep paralysis. Wow. Um, but it's like, it's exactly how it sounds. You're paralyzed. Yeah. But you're awake. You can't open your eyes, or you can kind of open your eyes. Your brain thinks you're still dreaming. So it's not like, it's not hitting um, the wake-up program right. for you so yeah. you're locked you're in like a mini coma you're locked in your body yeah and you can't move and a lot of times people experience this like like ominous scary presence like uh this is linked a lot to like ufo abductions and shit like people have sleep oh paralysis and then they do like hypnotic therapy hypnotic regression and oh. like it turns out there's like a fucking creature in there because a lot of times um yeah, you feel this presence just get closer and closer and closer. And by the time you're able to, like, master your faculties and snap your eyes open, like, the sound that you've been hearing this whole time stops and it's silent and you're alone in the room. Wow. And it was freezing cold, too. That was a hard night. Wow. Yeah, sleep paralysis. I mean, it's a total trip. So I wonder like, if, like, is it like that sleep paralysis actually turns out to be an alien abduction sometimes, or that people think it's an alien abduction, but actually it's sleep paralysis? I don't know. Or, like, it could do, go either way. is the sleep paralysis an organic thing that extraterrestrials kind of swoop in and take advantage of? Oh, shit. So, it's weird. Um, have you heard that, uh, the idea, I think Dan Aykroyd was talking about this, that Earth is basically just like a, a game preserve? Or like a, uh, like a, a national park, but like cosmically. He so was on Joe Rogan recently. I haven't wa- I haven't watched that whole thing. And yet. I think he, I think he did maybe bring that up that like, or someone did or something. But I've heard that idea that like it's like they come to visit here. They come to just like check it out. Yeah, they're tourists. Yeah, the reptilians tourism. will sometimes like eviscerate someone. Yeah, because they're douchebags. But like you know the the. Tall greys, not the tall, like the Nordics or whatever. <laughs> the Nordics, <laughs> it's getting yeah. off the handle yeah, here. Yeah, they're they're like the groundskeepers or something. Right, like, right. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's fun to think about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. So juicy. Uh, being in the woods is the best. Any, I know. Anything could be possible. You know, everything there's, there's is no everything is like definitely possible. Reality. If there's one thing that's for sure, it's everything's possible mm-hmm. in an infinite universe. That's right. What did Crowley say? Um, everything is. No, I don't remember. Never mind. Alistair Look it up. Crowley was like, everything's an orgy. That's right. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. he super in orgy? Power bottom of the was century. That, uh, was oh, that... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He would like. They're he... all like, all those guys are into wild Totally. They would shit. just like dose their friends and then bring them to the desert and like rape them yeah. and just change their lives forever, all to gain like more personal power, like yeah. the, the chaos magic. Oh my Spooky god! Spooky stuff. Wow. Ooh, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Damn, dude, you're gonna get abducted tonight. You're gonna have some sleep anal paralysis yep. tonight, dude. Just herald me to my family. Anal pro. I'm off to the stars. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, any other uh, thoughts as we wrap this joint up tonight? Oh, yeah. I'm going to plug myself. Check out my Instagram, at HeyMikeVance. Um, I've got uh, some t-shirts uh, up for grabs right now. It's for perhaps a controversial um, fundraiser. I'm donating proceeds to Planned Parenthood after the um, Alabama legislation came out. Um, I was pretty lit up about that, so I, I made a design, and uh, I got a friend to put it on some t-shirts, and nice. uh, I'm selling them, and the proceeds are all going to uh, my printer and then and then Planned Parenthood. Very cool. So if you want a bitchin' shirt, uh, get at me. Hey, Mike Vance. Hey. Cool. So that's where people can find you? That's where y'all can find me. Nice. And you can find him, hopefully, in the woods this winter. Yeah. Come say hi. I'll make you a biscuit. Brew some coffee. That's right. All the Ghost Scouts out there, feel this ghost in brewing. Let's mm-hmm. get it going. Come who's on gonna, down to this Who's going to come on down to the first... You want to set some records? Let's go. Yeah. First ever winter scouting events. I'm, I'm talking toboggan races. I'm talking Dude, ice climbing. Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Ghost Scout Olympics going down. We're talking some- skiing. We're talking... We're talking fucking alien abductions. We're talking sled jumps. Yo. All of it. All kinds of sled jumps. Holy shit. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> cool. Fantastic. Dude. Great. Good talk, bro. All right. Well, we will check you later. Peace. Peace. Ba-ba-ba-boom. There you have it. Another hype episode in the bank, in the books. You know, I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, We had a a truly great weekend. It's always so fun to have this place where my creative cousins can come out here and unwind and reconnect. And uh, we just get each other so fucking hyped. You know, it was it was truly a great weekend. It was just what I needed this past weekend and uh, looking forward to future weekends with Mike and hopefully uh, a chunk of the winter as well and attracting them other scouts to that to that warm cozy winter cabin experience you know maybe maybe some fall weekends as well so mark it on your calendars go scouts reach out and touch me if you want to get in on this fucking juicy action you know um so indeed I did corroborate I did uh Me and Mike had a little disagreement about how many uh, summits he had been to here. Indeed, I was correct. I reached out to none other than camp champion Celia Marquis, and she confirmed that he was at the first summit here, which was year five, and Mike, by his own admission, admission, was here for the summit uh, last springtime. So he's been here two of the three summits, but he missed the last one and broke his streak. Boo! But that's okay, because he's coming in with the strong, strong fall appearance and uh, many more to come. So that's truly wonderful. Um, let's see. Was there anything else? Um, I think that's about it. Uh, I guess we'll jump into these Patreon shoutouts. You know, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast, head on over, as I am right now, to patreon.com slash ghost shrimp. Um, and you can get early access. Uh, the people, the patrons get 
access two days early to the podcast. And whenever I post up videos, they get early access to that as well. And sometimes I post um, little previews of projects I'm working on. And basically, they're the first to know when something is going down. So if you are a fan of mine and you're a fan of the pod, that's the place to go. And I want to give shout outs to everybody who supported episode 66 last week's uh, pulling on your heartstrings. I had uh, Erica Malhus reach out and said she was crying listening to the pod. So, you know, really getting to them heartstrings on that one. I was just bearing it all. I listened back to it and Man, it was pretty emotional and kind of put me in that place again. And, uh, you know, but we're just going through it, like I said. So um, anybody else that's going through tough times, you know, reach out to your friends, reach out to your community, um, reach out to me, reach out to whoever and just get it out there because it feels good to just talk through it. You can kind of make some more sense of it. You can kind of make some connections um, in your mind uh, with it and and just kind of just kind of make it a little less ominous and um i don't know it, it just feels good to talk about shit you know it's it's about processing it's about processing your experiences of life so so reach out and do that don't be afraid to share when things aren't going well everybody likes to share when things are going right you also got to be willing to share when things are really tough because that's the time you know, when things are going great, you don't really need help. <laughs> you know, when things are tough, you do need help. And and don't be uh, too shy or too proud or, or you know, too stubborn to ask for it. You know, that's how that's how I've gotten through my tough times in life. And, uh, you know, I'm here for you. And, 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 and hopefully you have friends and family that are here for you, too. You know? So big shout out to all them. A $1 green smoothie level patrons at the patreon shout out to you thank you as a group for the support it is much appreciated um jumping into these two dollar plus beef stew shout outs kicking it off with my man from the workshop alumni group alejandro fuentes check him out los focos he's los dopos we got the OG Jessica <laughs> Jesse Kukaka Donnie. Get that beef stew. We got Ghost Scout Butterflesh in the house, aka Seth Bird. Get that beef stew, homie. Big shout out going to Gerard Jones. Uh, big shout out to Go Scout Frogodile Dundee, aka Steve Winfield Meyer. Get yourself a bowl of beef stew, Jesse Primo. Big shout out going to Armenia to the Queen of Comics, Shemaram. Big Beef Stew going out to Craig Beef Stew Bowers. Up next, we got Ghost Scout Mr. Husband, a.k.a. Chris Murray. Much love to you, homie. Uh, big shout out to Matt Bollinger. Get that beep, 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 beep. Get that Beef Stew tonight and today. Big shout out to Sam Bag. We got some beef stew going out to Chris Burke. 
If you love stop-motion animation, you're going to love the beef stew eaten by Anthony Scott. I want to see some beef stew stop-motion animation. That would be dope. That's an open invitation for beef stew stop-motion animation. Who's going to kick it out there? Uh, none other. We got we got my man, my neighbor, my new best friend, Kent Osborne. He dropped a log on his leg, and he's got like an internal fucking scab that's down to the bone. He's he's struggling. Shout out to Kent. You can send your thoughts and, and well wishes to my man K.O. because he is knocked out at the moment and uh we're we're wishing him a speedy recovery he was over we forgot to mention that uh oh yeah a couple other things we forgot to mention we forgot to mention that we had a glorious um uh cookout movie night on saturday uh and kent popped in for a minute we were watching gi joe the movie 1987 talking about that cobra la 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 you know, Nemesis Enforcers coming at you. Um, my man, Sergeant Slaughter, you're going to the slaughterhouse. So that was a blast. Oh, and also we forgot to mention that um, after we had, uh, we were talking about that that night of Cole's 21st birthday and we, we really mucked it up. Uh, we forgot to mention that uh, we, we resolved that issue by giving everybody the day off to draw. And, uh, you know, that really boosted the morale of the group. Um, and, uh, we got back on track after that. So that's how you get back on track with your cult. When you fuck it up, you give everybody a drawing day and, you know, you know, go into the group and apologize and talk to everybody about it. I always do that. There's been a few times where I've had to go and apologize. Um, another time that I, that I upset the camp champ, Celia Marquis, I can remember. Um, we have some, we, we used to have some real rowdy movie nights where we'd get super drunk and make a lot of really inappropriate joke narration. And I was saying some stuff that, that really set Celia, uh, she was, she was mad about it. And I remember they were like, the next day, someone told me like, Celia's mad about like, you know, some of the joking that went on at the movie last night. And I went to Celia and I was like, you know, sometimes, you know, we get a little carried away, but it's, you know, all in good fun. I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, you upset by it. Just talk to whoever, you know, upset you. And then she was like, all right, all right. And <laughs> Celia was too polite to tell me that it was me that had <laughs> upset her. And they were like, they're like, no, man, it was you that pissed her off. And I went back and I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. It was me that, that pissed you off, Celia. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's all good. When you make a mistake, you just got to do the right thing and, uh, and, and just share your point of view on it and absorb the other people's point of view on it. And just square it up and move on. You know, that's the way to do it. You can't run from your problems. You got to run into your problems. Uh, we got another Big Beef Stew shout out going to Arguably Art. Big shout out going to my man, Alexi Giroux, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Cheeky Bookie. Uh, we got... A shout-out going to my man Bobby Morgan from the workshop. I'm talking about the Nobby Wood. Big shout-out going to Lermy, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Computer Person, a.k.a. the first female resident. 
Big shout out going to Shell Durkin. He knows all about that beef stew lifestyle. He's a workshop alumni. Big shout out to Mark Osborne. I'm working hard on your movie right now, homie. Big shout out going to Daniel Foothead, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Sports Magic, my homie over there in New Zealand. If you love psychedelic animation, look no further than the work of Dr. D. Foothead, because it'll fucking trip your shit in mind. <laughs> and uh, big shout out to my Pratt alumni coming in at the $3 level, none other than Raphael Tang Hall. Now we jumping up to that marinated steak tip level. You know all of these meats are vegan and non-vegan options. And we're going to kick it off with a steak tip on the grill for perpetual output. Big steak tip. Shout out going to Skyler Bloom. Big shout out to my girl from the workshop, Kayla Dakota. Big shout-out to my girl in Maine from the Norway Brewing Company, Erica Malhus. Sounds like we'll be, sounds like the Bandit family will be heading over there for trick-or-treatsies. We're going to be staying over at the Malhus Mansion for trick-or-treating and uh, having another great time with the Malhus clan. You know, when the bandits and the Malhuses get together, we have fun. So maybe we'll finally get that elusive group pod with everybody over there. Another steak tip shout-out going to Pablo Meiji, a.k.a. Young Wolf T. Oh, now we're jumping up to that Satan's marinated tube steak. You know we talking about the dick meat. Coming in at that $6.66 level. My man, Oyster River alumni, Zeta. And last but not least, Go Scout Year 7 Camp Champ. You know, no, year no, wait, year 6. <laughs> you know, we're talking about year, wait, am I saying it right? Year, yes, it's year 8, last year, year 7 Camp Champ. Max, we're talking about year 6 Camp Champ Beard Lips, a.k.a. Crognack, a.k.a. John Mansfield. You know he'd be nibbling on that vegan steak tip or that vegan satan's marinated tube steak all right there's all the shout outs thank you for everybody who supported episode 66 head on over to patreon.com slash ghost shrimp to get your own shout outs on the podcast and uh you know set those goals this week set those intentions for your psychedelic trips get that whiteboard out get that weekly planner out you know do something this week to put yourself deeper and deeper into that dream life you know um break out of that trap job last week we were talking about getting permission to get out of that trap job you know we were calling it a fake job whatever you want to call it a job that you would not do for free a job that you have to do because you need 
money, right? We all need money, but you want to find a way to make money something that is so passionate in your soul that you would do for free. That's a real job. That's a vocation. That's a profession. That's a career. So get yourself a little closer to that this week. Make a major leap. Make a little step. It's all the same. It's all forward project. It's all forward progress on this project. You know, my first zine was called A Study of Forward Motion. A few people out in the world know what I'm talking about. Well, this whole life is a study in forward motion, baby, because we go in in one direction, and that's every direction at once in this quantum universe. And while you're out there pursuing your dreams, just like we're talking about on this podcast, take some time to inspire others, right? The Secret Society of Ghost Scouts is a volunteer organization. We put out these podcasts to the world for free on iTunes. We put out this zine, um, tinyurl.com slash endless summit. The summit zine is out there for free. A hundred pages of Ghost Scout goodness, Ghost Scout mythology, straight up inspiration and entertainment for your oblongata medulla chapucuchu kiki cabra. You know what I'm saying? Go out there, soak it up and spread the word and inspire take some time to inspire the people around you you know give a little give a little hype and a little shine to someone that you never even met this week you know regardless of 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 what language they speak of what country they're from what color their skin is that don't matter you know what i'm saying we all pink inside baby the insides is all the same and we are all creative animals in this universe and in it is an infinite quantum universe and we all have the same fucking goals to be happy to be healthy to be safe to be loved to be productive to be passionate you know these are all the things that human beings crave and we can imagine it and we can make it happen i know we can do better with this beautiful existence that we have we can make this reality great for everybody, you know, and that's my mission in this life to live the best life that I can imagine and also to inspire and support other people to do the same goddamn thing. And that's been my mission from day one. The first version of my website had that message on it. You know what I'm saying? Back when the day when it was goshrimp.net in 2004, that was the mission statement. And I'm keeping it real. 16 years later, still doing the same motherfucking shit. You know what I'm saying? So do what I do and spread the gospel and get everybody hyped to follow their passions and live that dream life. All right. Stay positive and stay productive. And we're going to come back next week or later this week because it's already this week. Um, Hopefully up on the Patreon on Saturday, we will have a new episode with my man Dalton Stark. We've been talking about the boy on this podcast. He's been blowing it up this past year, and we want to check in with him one year later after the residency to see how his first year as a professional visual artist is going and all the insight that he's going to have is going to be glorious. This boy is killing it on Patreon. You better go check out my man Velvet Dojo, Dalton Doodles. Go support him. Go check him out. Do your homework. Do your research so that you're ready for this juicy-ass fucking episode coming up your dick hole in your titty oblongadas next at the end of this week, this next week. All right? Until then, 
Peace.